0: Well, good afternoon you're listening to the mother's justice show on 11:50 a.m KKNW. i i'm your host reverend walden it's my joy to be on the air this is our 33rd year we got started in september 1990 uh and to the hold the date for october 9th it's going to be our, our thurgood marshall justice breakfast uh, and it's going to we'll get all the information out who would have thought we'd be around for 33 years i i had no idea uh, and uh, our email is uh, mo- uh, it's our mothers for police accountability at so uh at yahoo.com is our email. Uh, and our hotline, hotline number is 206-329-2033 uh, uh, is Mother's hotline number. So thank you so much for all our supporters. I and all of our friends who continue to listen to us, I ran into a lady the other day and she said, oh, I listen every week. Her name is Arlene. So hello, Arlene, and thank you. Tell your friends about us, Arlene. Our job is uh, to keep the grassroots voice alive, not only here, but in, uh, not only in Seattle, but around the country. And as you probably noticed, a lot of stuff that's going on in America right now, just a lot. But it's also a lot of good and so i'm going to leave before we leave today i uh, close today i'm going to leave you with a good word i think it's very important that we keep our uh, we keep our keep courage up and stay inspired so uh my guest should be coming on here soon i'm going to have a, uh, mr uh, joe uh, uh joel merkel on uh, uh, and then after that mr rye is going to come on and give us an update about what he did last week i know he had a lot of things going on and then I'll just end just talking about what's going on uh, and how we can become uh, more involved in the world. So what uh, look like my guest has just arrived. So I'll go ahead and uh, bring on Mr. Merkel here. And I, uh, how you doing, Joe? I'm doing well. Good afternoon, Reverend Walden. Oh, well, good afternoon. Thank you for being, on my, uh, being a guest on my show. I mean, I, I haven't had anyone on, Holly, from the CPC. Uh, Lisa Dugard was on once. Um, but not in this capacity. And then I have Kali on when she first came, my interim. And of course I've had uh, uh, Felicia on, but... uh, So anyway, I wanted you to come on uh, and you said yes, and I thank you for your generosity of spirit. Uh, I wanted to just talk a little bit about, it's not a little bit, if you can stay, I don't know if you can stay, but if you can stay to 2.30, it'd be good, but if not, then I can fill in, but... um, (laughs) CL has been, uh, in, uh, well, I want to introduce you, number one. I mean, it's Mr. Merkel. He's one of the co-chairs of the CPC. And as usual, like I said, I usually don't talk about the CPC too much on my show. Uh, but also, uh, he works in the Attorney General's office. Is that right?
1: That's right. I work in the Attorney General's office in the Medicaid Fraud Division. So that means you. that means you're an attorney. That is correct.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, you know what? It's good people everywhere. And I'm glad that you are where you are. And I'm glad that you're a co-chair. So uh, anyway, I just wanted you to come on and just kind of set the stage. And if uh, just about what is happening in Seattle, uh, uh, what has been our role, uh, uh, what is our role in all of this, uh, and also have you just all over the the CPC has had the most press in this the last seven days and we've had uh, in 10 years. So uh, anyway. It's not because it was not because it was good but it was uh, necessary so welcome mr merkel welcome welcome
1: yes thank you thank you for having me and, and you know there, you're absolutely right there is a lot going on with the cpc right now uh you know as 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 your listeners probably know um you know just to set the stage as to why the cpc has been all over the media this week um you know when the department of justice came to town in, in 2012 and and uh, entered into the consent decree with the city of Seattle. You know, the CPC was created and then made permanent in 2017 with the police accountability ordinance. And our fundamental mission um, is to uh, advise and make recommendations to city government and the Seattle Police Department on policy uh, uh, rooted in community engagement and community input. And um, when you have a video that was released uh, last week, that shows a Seattle police officer uh, responding to a collision involving a patrol vehicle and a, and a pedestrian, which resulted in the pedestrian dying, uh, minimizing the need for an investigation into that collision, uh, uh, minimizing the value of that pedestrian's life and laughing. Um, it, it just, it strikes a chord with the community. It, it really hurts the soul, it hurts the heart it's shocking, it's horrific. um, And people are reacting on a human level. Um, And what people want is not only a police department that um, shares its values of the community and reflects the values of the community, but they want a police department that they can trust. And that starts with accountability. And that's why the CPC has been so involved this week is because we are one of the three accountability partners. And the CPC has been working for years, to try and ensure um, culture change at SPD and uh, that the police union contract embraces the accountability provisions in the ordinance. And I I just wanna stop there and acknowledge that this is your show and no one has done more work on those issues in Seattle than you, Reverend Walden. And um, I've learned so much uh, from your leadership. So I wanna thank you and acknowledge you for that.
0: You're welcome, It's it's been a journey (laughs) <laughs> it's been a journey. I mean, um, when we brought this, when we got organized and reorganized ourselves as a coalition around the John T. Williams I, I, I coalition, and I worked very diligently, I mean, I hours and hours of putting in our time to uh, to actually invite the DOJ to town, and then when they came, I, uh, and I think that we really wanted to get something better for the people. That was our whole. That was our whole motivation. That uh, we believed that Seattle could be better. We could have better policing. And uh, but what we didn't know <laughs> is what we'll have have lots of conversation about was how Seattle, like other cities, the stronghold is the union. I mean, it's uh, it, it, it it has uh, it has a lot of teeth in it. So, uh, and I think the more we can educate people about it, the better off we're going to be. I mean, because then it's not. Our burden, then, it's the whole city's burden, to absolutely
1: uh, have the city to negotiate hard for something for the people. That's right. That's right. And I think what's most important to remember, I keep going back to this, but you know, this the people of Seattle want a police department that reflects its values, and that needs to be remembered by the leaders in the city when they're negotiating that contract and. You know i'm reminded of you know the federal judge's words um at the hearing a couple weeks back where he um found the city in sustained compliance for most of the consent decree but not in two key areas one of which was accountability and he really said accountability is a cornerstone of constitutional policing and the ability of the community to trust its police department and um, that's why accountability is so important and so critical and why the next contract has to include the accountability provisions that the city passed in the accountability ordinance in
0: 2017. Well, also, uh, since you're an attorney, you would understand that that was not any of the findings of the DOJ. The, the, the judge as, as asserted his privilege, I guess, as being a federal judge to add those two things there. And that was a deal, really a disagreement with the DOJ. And that's why they kind of like withdrawn, and they withdrew a lot. Uh, they stopped coming to the meetings or they didn't have anything to say because, and then Christine, before she said uh, stepped down, one of the things that she said is that they disagreed with the judge on those two items because that was not part of the original finding. And so I'm really glad that he had the courage to do that because, I, you know, I mean, that was not a finding, but he added them uh, and uh, and <laughs> he thought he was out of line, but I'm glad that he did because uh, the day at least we still have something to go back on, and I'm sure he's paying attention to this. Uh, uh, and I was glad that he he did that because you never know what's coming around the corner, do you? I mean, this is the kind of work. I mean, it's it's almost. I mean, I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see it gently and in a gentle way. It's almost like an emergency room, uh, a hospital emergency room. You never know what's coming in. I mean, with this work because last week, last month i think that we were dealing with the uh, the insensitivity of east precinct around i mean so you never know <laughs> you never know what's coming in and that, that that's that that's 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 what the what, what's happening here but that uh, i want to just take a break and, and let's play a nice song and come back and then i want you to talk about all that you put out this week i mean this past week i think you did the interview this morning and then uh, what do you think the interest is around the world about this case and you uh, know how do you think that that's going to maybe uh, change things in seattle so you're listening to the mother's justice show on 11:50 a.m kick in w we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back
2: market street shoes is happy to sponsor the mother's justice show in honor of our mother jackie higgins rosebrook who spent her life fighting for social justice and also in honor of all mothers who fight for social justice market street shoes fashionable footwear, and apparel for life's everyday adventures in the heart of Ballard since 2006. Visit
3: MarketStreetShoes.com. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for wisdom and wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. Dot com That's virtueshealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at virtueshealing.com today.
2: Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show at on 1150 a.m. kknw It's my joy to be on there. You know, I love radio. I love it. Thank you, Eric, for that song. I just love being on the radio. I want to bring my guests back in, Mr. Joe Merkel. Uh, true transparency, I always tell the truth on my show. We're both commissioners. Uh, We're both co-chairs for the, <laughs> for the Seattle Police Commission. I'm an old-timer. <laughs> and he's relatively new. So uh, anyway, I, w- welcome back, Mr. Merkel, and thank you again for saying yes.
1: Yeah, and thank you for having me. Yes. So uh, I like
0: that song, people get ready. And that's what we have. We have to always be ready. Because <laughs> in this work, you never know what's coming. It's like, oh, okay. It's almost like chasing after a toddler. You know what I mean? <laughs> if they're quiet. <laughs> if you got a toddler and they're quiet and they're not asleep, you better get up.
1: That's when you got to be worried.
0: That's <laughs> and that's what our dog is like here. It's like, it's never a dull moment. You know, it really isn't. But I guess that's how life is. By the way, I wanted to, to just kind of talk about uh, your week because, uh, you know, just kind of my one of my son, kids said, "Well, Mommy, you didn't go I, I, I said, "No." I said, uh, "Mr. Merkel took most of the calls." I said, because, you know, it's like we was like, okay, we were overwhelmed, uh, uh, just like the city was. I I think that we're almost. I mean, we've had so much bad news since twenty twenty in Seattle. I mean, and and so how do you get people? to wake up to understand that uh, without the people who want to burn down stuff I mean you know the people in the middle just got to wake up I mean otherwise it's done but anyway so just want to have a conversation about it I mean I saw how many interviews you had uh, last week and starting off this week so I mean so what is the theme what 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 are people what are they asking
1: I mean, you know asking? I, it's true I I've been there's been a number of interview requests that came to the CPC It started with, um, you know, the video was posted, the video of Detective Arterer was posted on a a local reporter's website, and then shortly after that, uh, Seattle Police posted the video. That was on Monday, and the Seattle Community Police Commission co-chairs immediately reacted to that video with our own statement, um, uh, you know, within an hour or two of it being posted, Um, and to my knowledge, we were the one of the first um in seattle government uh or in certainly in the accountability system but uh, to to issue a statement and respond uh, and, and the reason we did so so quickly was because of how this issue touched um the community and how the community feels about its police department and also the accountability systems and that was what our statement spoke to and following that we had um multiple interview requests from Uh, the TV stations in in Seattle, we had requests from Time Magazine, New York Times, USA Today, the Associated Press. Um, And the theme of all of those interview requests, one, they were trying to get um, a a better understanding of our reaction to, you know, what was uh, displayed on the video, Um, but also they wanted to know what action can the city take in response to this. And the CPC has a role in the accountability system, and we're going to play that role. We we have the obligation to review closed OPA cases and make recommendations, and, and we will do that when this OPA investigation into the comments on the video is done. Um, but in the meantime, you know, the community wants a stronger connection to uh, the police department and the mayor's office on their response to it um, and what's going on. And, um, you know, we at the commission have, Heard from the community um, far more on this than almost any other inc- incident in recent memory, um, and so I think that's why the uh, the news is so interested in what the police commission has to say because of how impactful this is for members of the community and how this implicates issues related to uh, uh, police accountability in Seattle.
0: Well, yeah, I agree, and uh, and uh, it's it's not. Um... I don't think this is going to go away. You know how some things drop, kind of drop off the cycle they we're on to the next thing. Uh, uh, and uh, I don't think that's happening right now. I mean, because um, I, think the, the, I think India, uh, the country has gotten involved. I think they want some answers. Uh, um, but unfortunately, or fortunately, however you look at it, the system is set until um, when there's an investigation, no one can make a comment. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, no one, the comments the way they want. Where they want to get them from, they're not allowed to make those comments, uh, and uh, and I think that's rightfully so because sometimes they can make a comment that that's uh, not it's not true. I mean, and then they have to come back and backpedal. I mean, and those kinds of things. So, uh, but but when something happens like this, people people want something right now, and this system doesn't give you anything right now. I mean, and that's the frustration. Uh, uh, but I think that what we can do. I mean, and we can be on good grounds in doing that. It just show the people, uh, show the community where the weaknesses are in the contract. I think we'd be on solid ground. I mean, because this present contract that was signed in 2018 by some of the people who still on the City Council, uh, I think was only one no vote, and that was Swan. Uh, And one of the things that the CPC did then, I wasn't out under my leadership, but it was under Lisa and other people's leadership, I think what happened then is that we tried to educate the community about the contract and what would happen, I mean, if they signed it, Uh, and they have a five to four uh, uh, negotiating, so so it was gonna pass anyway with a five to four vote. But what we didn't know, and you might already know this, but we were novice, some of us was novice, we didn't know what the appendix meant on the contract. (laughs) We didn't know that if things don't pass, or uh, you don't get a new agreement, then the old agreement that might have been passed a thousand years ago is still there. So so Seattle community, the police is actually operating on some areas back in 2005. I mean, and that's the things I think that we have to get a clear understanding of that and be able to educate people where that is right now. And uh, uh, so that people can get something done about it, you know.
1: Yeah, it's important to remember that the city passed the landmark police accountability ordinance in 2017. Not only did it make the CPC a permanent fixture of city ordinance, but it it established the accountability system as we know it today. Um, But it also passed some very important landmark police accountability provisions. And the thing about the police union contract is that There's a provision in the contract, which is allowed under state law that says if there's anything in the contract that conflicts with city ordinance, the contract wins. And so even though the city council had passed that law, citizens rightfully wonder why. Well, why isn't part of that law, um, you know, active? Why is it just sitting there meaningless because the contract hadn't adopted it? And that's why. Um, So you know, there's five members of the city council who are part of the negotiations. And, um, you know, there was no way to change their vote after they negotiated, even though the CPC asked, uh, you know, lobbied the council to reject it. Um, the, the the last contract was signed, and it went to the judge in around 2018. And the CPC asked the judge to, uh, that, or, or argued to the judge that that contract wasn't enough, and the judge agreed. And so that's why, uh we're back where we are now renegotiating the contract but as you pointed out when there's no new contract in place and the last one expires the last one is what's in effect and so that's why you have to go back years and years to find the contract that's actually in place right now
0: right right but you said something that I don't think I don't think the community might have heard before you said something this now is that if if the contract uh you said something about if it violates state law or violates city law or ordinance, then the contract prevails. I mean, could you restate that again? Because I I hadn't heard that but said that way. Because I need to I want to hear that again.
1: Yeah. So basically, you know, labor unions are a a creature of of state law, right? State um, law. And that's what gives them the authority to collectively bargain. And that's a very important thing for workers all over our state, right? Um, but one of one of the provisions in uh, state law is that these uh, labor contracts have to comply with state law. Oh. There's no requirement that contracts have to comply with local law. So in the uh, city you know, police department's uh, contract, they, they have this supremacy clause, which basically says, if the contract conflicts with local ordinance under certain provisions that, that can be collectively bargained for, then the contract wins. So when you have a city ordinance that says these are the accountability provisions for police and then you have a police contract that says, well, this is how the accountability system is going to work for police, the contract wins. Um, And that is why um, there are many provisions in city ordinance that are not part of the of the contract. Wow. Well,
0: that means that that means that the union has more power than the city. Right. 100%. Well, I mean, that's,
1: that's one way to look at it. It's, it's <laughs> which which laws and rules um, are are to be followed in the contract. I mean, basically, it's saying here are a list of things that must be collectively bargained. And what the city did is it legislated in that area when it passed the accountability ordinance. Oh,
0: OK, so hypothetically, this might not ever win unless it gets everything changed on the state law.
1: Well, you you could well. There's a couple ways to go at it right now. For, certainly, you can't change it in city ordinance because we already have a city ordinance. But you can pass a state law, or you can um, collectively bargain for it. And the city can have strong negotiators saying, "I'm sorry, this is a city ordinance that was democratically passed and strongly supported in the community, and it's really important to include it in the contract." And that could be their negotiating position. Um, so wow those are really the the ways to get it done.
0: Well and then in 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 all of that it's constitutional. I mean so so something has also been added, you know, these are constitutional things and that uh, uh and and that constitutional for the citizens rights should not be have to be bargaining away so that the police continue to have more power. I mean this is just a late person talking, but that's what it sounds like. It's like oh oh my goodness, you know. So Wow. So, I mean, but I think the community needs to know that. I think we've treated people too long like, oh, well, you don't want to be in the weeds. We do need to be in the weeds. I mean, <laughs> I think if we were in the weeds, we would be better off. But we've been programmed. Oh, that's too hard for you. It's not too hard for us if we had somebody to A, B, C, and D. It's not. And I thank you for that. I mean, because that's, that's what's necessary. I Because I, really, I believe our people, I believe the community is smart. And see, they're frustrated because they don't know where all the little hiccups are. And if we can help, help them see where the hiccups are, then they can help us go to the Olympia and help get rid of the hiccups. You know, and that kind of stuff. So
1: <laughs> I think it's common sense and that the community can understand that, you know, good officers that share the community's values and want to do the work because they believe it's noble are not afraid of accountability. That's right. Um, and, and they welcome it because, you know, after all, their mission is in part to enforce the law and rules. Right. And right. they should be held to a higher standard, standard given their role in our system. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, I tell you,
0: this has been so, uh, so, so, uh, so good. And I know that the Community Police Commission meets. Uh, when, how often do we meet?
1: We meet twice a month, first and third Wednesday morning of year, every month.
0: And the community can actually get involved by, uh, you know, it's on. It is uh, available on Zoom for people, or it is in person. I mean, we do. I mean, it is in person. Now people can come and be a guest as long as they're coming, you know, coming and want want to observe, and not to disrupt. But um, yeah, so there's ways, and then people can. uh, If they want to get in touch with us, what do they do?
1: Well, uh, I encourage folks to go to our website. There's um, uh, commission emails. Commissioners have emails posted on the website. The office, our staff um, monitor the commission's email every day and report to the co-chairs and the commissioners the feedback we're getting from the community um, showing up uh, to the meeting in person or watching on WebEx. You can see the links to our community public meetings on our website. Uh, There are a number of ways to make your voice heard and and communicate what's important to you uh, on uh, community police uh, accountability issues. Um, And you can also see our agenda uh, posted ahead of time uh, for our meetings.
0: And also one thing before you go, could you say, I mean, I I think the judge kind of had something to say about the CPC the last uh, times we were in the courtroom.
1: You know, the last few times we've been in court, the judge has said that the CPC has been doing really important work and applauded us for um, the work that we're doing in the accountability system. And just reiterated that accountability systems are the cornerstone of constitutional policing, and that's what he expects to see moving forward.
0: Well, I want to thank you, Mr. Merkel, for being on Mother's Justice Show, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon.
1: Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome.
0: You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show in 11:50 a.m. KKNW. I'm your host, from Walden. I'll be right back. My joy to be on there.
2: Market Street Shoes is happy to sponsor the Mother's Justice Show in honor of our mother, Jackie Higgins Rosebrook, who spent her life fighting for social justice and also in honor of all mothers who fight for social justice. Market Street Shoes, fashionable footwear and apparel for life's everyday adventures in the heart of Ballard since 2006. Visit MarketStreetShoes.com.
4: The
3: Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for wisdom and wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at Virtues healing.com today
2: ready to shake things up try alternative talk 1150
0: good afternoon you're listening to the mother's justice show on eleven fifty a.m kknw i'm your host ron walden it's my joy to be on the air i'm going to bring on my next guest i uh, mr rye here and you can also listen to us on your podcast and tell on our podcast and tell 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 your friends about it how you doing mr rye i know you've been out of town and you got a lot to say you know well, i'm, I'm, I'm going to be leaving
4: is. on wednesday going back to the congressional black caucus so that's okay. going to be this week so i'll be back at the congressional black caucus okay and okay. uh just one thing about it several members are talking about the seattle police department <laughs> and they're talking about what well, it went across the world it should go around the world
0: yes it did it's,
4: i mean it's just i mean it's the most vile form of racism other than i mean the woman was killed and then the leaders of the police department are going to sit up and make a joke not about the
0: it? police department Police, uh, rec, uh, those are the rank and file. They work for the city. That, 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 the, the police chief, uh, those are not his officers. They work for the city.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I'm just saying the guy that was driving the car had a police uniform on, and yes, the man he, did, he was talking he to was a police officer. And I, right. I heard him laughing about uh Janavi Kandula being killed minimize yeah. what she's worth. Right. Any father will tell you they think their daughter's worth millions, if not billions, exactly. if not three.
0: Exactly, dreams. Okay. So
4: because she was an Indian, I guess they felt there's something they could do, because they've been doing it for Black folks for 400 years. So, uh, And it really makes me sick. We're working closely with members of the Indian community on the MLK Gandhi Empowerment Initiative. And my heart goes out to her family. Uh, whatever I could do to help bring about justice, I'm willing to do. Uh, uh, it, it, you know, it just—it's just so sick. Well, that officer,
0: I mean, uh, the the officer is being investigated. I mean, who made the comment? Uh, I I that that's a uh, 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 that they I think they opened that up some, uh, time. Well, also somebody in the department actually wasn't whistleblower. I mean, the, the, he didn't self-report that. That guy reported from somebody else who who reviewed that and passed it on to OPA. Uh, uh, that's how that got out there. And, uh, and
4: this is this is coming right after the East Precinct had the yeah. mock tombstone of a 19 year old guy. That's right. That's right. A big that's Trump, right. a big Trump flag in the East Precinct. That's right.
0: That's so, right. So you know,
4: I just got kind of let you know. Uh, I still feel that uh, Chief Adrian Diaz and I also suggest the same thing to Mayor Bruce Hero. Go down to Fort Lewis, McCord, uh, Lewis, and and recruit some folks who have been trained because uh, you know we got proud boys and oath keepers in all of our ranks. But I think there are a lot of African-American men and women in the military who would love to have a chance to make $100,000 a year with the overtime that, that might and be a signing to, bonus.
0: Now, that that might be something to do, because uh, uh, we know that Seattle Police Department had more police officers than any other department in America to go back to January 6th. And so uh, the, the present president uh, ran on Make America Great Again uh, on a mega uh, campaign inside the police uh, inside the organization officers rank rank and file uh and uh he won that election by 70 percent of the Mm -hmm. officers who voted out the black guy who was president of the guild i mean so that's the amount of racism that's already there i mean and then if you think you think about what the black officers are putting up with to stay a police officer i mean you know cookie got a cookie we call her cookie because we love her but (laughs) detective cookie uh you know she has a lawsuit against I guess, uh, she's been over she been on the force as long as I've been doing mother she's been on the force for 40 years uh plus <laughs> yeah so,
4: uh, her name is Etched in Stone on the corner of 51st and uh you're right. right that's, right. that's, right. that's right that's cookie's uh uh uh, uh 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 chess
0: board pack. that's right and so she's she doing had- a
4: lot of good work with young people uh and occupying their time doing something constructive rather than Creating mayhem is and it's unfortunate.
0: And and she has one of the best programs for young people because nobody who's gone through a program ever re- reoffended. I reoffended. I mean, so she has a good program. I mean, I I tried to go outside of the department that you know to get some help. I mean, I think the Seattle Foundation helped it, but all the raising all that money. But the point that you're making and so rightfully so, it, it just underlines the, the trouble that America is in. I mean, and we see this great divide every day now. I mean, America uh, is in great trouble right now, more trouble now than it was uh, 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 in 2010, 12, or 13, or 14, because some of this stuff was still in the genie bottle. But this is hatred. Uh, And uh, when this man said that about the young lady, uh, and it it, it reminded me, I mean, I wasn't there, but it sounds like an auction block. Oh, was well, she just worth this much? That's what it sounded like to me because my ancestors was auctioned off, so that's what it sounded like to me. Uh, and, and that I, I and, and it sounds like he might have been asking a question about what race she was and uh, or something like that. And then it says, uh, "Well, she was just worth this," and no, um, because if it was a Caucasian woman, she'd have been worth a lot more. Uh, and the statement would not have been made. I'm sure of that. I so, a uh, bit,
4: any jokes made? Uh, when did? Uh the Justice Department uh rescind uh the, the agreement they had uh uh the compliance agreement they had with the Seattle Police Department
0: well the judge lifted that up uh 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 what the I think it was the first time Wednesday in this month I uh, I uh, really unfortunate
4: uh, that's really because really, this article came out on Friday September 15th on the front page of the Times and it's been blasting all across the country.
0: Well, it's been a blast all across the country. But what? Oh, absolutely. Anything, but, it's, uh,
4: it, I mean, this is sinful, is what it really it is, is.
0: But But what and do you And
4: I, I'm hoping that the Justice Department will come back and have, have the US Justice Department come back and do an investigation into the department. Because this leadership is, uh, they're just off the hook. Uh, There's just, I can understand why, there's been a reluctance for some folks who are qualified to be officers have gone to other jurisdictions rather than come to Seattle. But we have to have equity for everyone. And if it means having more black officers to bring about sensitivity and accountability with the ranks and files, that needs to happen. Because right now, what happens- Officers don't want
0: anybody to come to Seattle. I mean, all of this is part of, I mean, there's a plan here. The plan is that, number one, they don't want any leadership other than white than a white chief and they don't have that so that that's another problem here uh but also the other plan here uh is to keep this kind of stuff going uh and and so we need people who says i want to go to seattle because i can help fix this i can be i you know i i can raise the standard i, I can be a good police officer because we might have
4: that, some but, people up in Everett at the Everett Naval Base, over in Bremerton at Fort, jo- uh, George, right. Base Lewis-McCord, and also if, if on Whidbey Island. I mean, there's some folks who are trained. I think that uh, that they could do a good job. They're making seven eight hundred dollars a month now, and you know, to go from that to seven to eight thousand a month, is, it makes a statement because you got uh, to make one hundred forty-two thousand five hundred to have an annual salary of that to buy a house in Seattle.
0: So, but but, but the other thing I want to go back to the DOJ, the DOJ findings, are uh, the ten areas that they found was deficient is what the judge signed off on. The judge kept the accountability system, uh, and crowd control up under the judge's uh, up under up under the consent decree. So uh, I but but uh, but the the findings that the judge that they were released on was the ten things that they found Seattle was out of alignment with and uh, and, and police accountability and the uh, and, and the crowd management is still up under the federal judge so uh, so so that's still there and uh, and one of the things that he was, was looking at was the fact that the contract still has some problems and as you might have heard mr. Merkel say is that we haven't had everything the, 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 these uh, the union uh, union organizing and all of that is a state issue the federal government can't do anything about that i mean and, and so but what can happen is that the mayor and the city council can bargain hard to get a better contract because as mr merkel said we're back to 2005 because of some of the things on the uh on, on they were negotiating on they didn't win on and so we're back to 2005. That's where the problem is. The DOJ can't fix that. That's a local okay. issue, I and uh, in every I'm mayor, thinking. every every mayor since Norm Rice has never ever bargained hard with the guild. That's why at one time they had uh Ann Bremner used to be their attorney. No, <laughs> okay, remember, remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So well, I'm still so thinking is, the
4: Justice Department has a duty and a responsibility. that no, they don't have they, no. They can't this, do this kind about of racism.
0: It. Well, they can't do nothing about about all by, 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 by organizing. I mean, they can't they can't do anything about organizing.
4: I mean, but if, if if somebody gets killed by a cop, and the leaders of the police guild laugh about it and, and claims her value is only this much, like she's not a human being, it seems to me at some point in time, uh, maybe that's what happened. when I complained with the department about the uh, discrimination and contracting with black folks.
0: Well, but, but the justice they department not take it stop. seriously. Yeah, but, well, but I'm
4: going to, like I said, I'm going to lean on the members of the Hawk. And you advocates. go right
0: ahead. I mean, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, to do yeah that. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to, yeah, this yeah, is just unacceptable. You know. And to,
4: to say that I'm an advocate for civil rights is just not Black rights, it's, it's human rights is what I'm concerned with. And this, what happened to her is inhumane. It never should happen in the United States of America, let alone in Seattle and Martin Luther King Jr. County. Should, but, be,
0: but, but also the officer who was driving the car was going way beyond i think what was necessary three times of that speed okay okay and, and i think that's piece too that still has to be looked at because there's been no charges or uh it's been i don't know what the finding was or what did the findings say so all almost these eight managers, months
4: ago too it's no. been almost eight months
0: well i mean it is well sometimes it takes longer than that for some needs of, for, and, and i think that's i think but that's a negotiated thing too. They got 180 days to do this okay i mean so that means you got 180 days before you're going to get for before you're going to get an answer I, they negotiated that i think it should be slow i think it's just 90 days why should they have 180 days to complete uh investigation i don't know but that's what they got so all of this stuff is what they won but the people needs to win is what you're saying <laughs> exactly exactly the, the people need to win, and I agree. And I do know that the mayor and the police chief met with some people from the uh, uh, East Indian community on on Saturday. I mean, that's what it said in the newspaper. And um, but neither one of them can make a comment uh, of anything that's on investigation. I yeah. mean, so so it looked like the cities, the city don't care, but they can't make no comments about anything that's being investigated. And I think that's where that's where people's frustrations are.
4: Well, the problem is, is that uh, when they lifted uh, uh, the, the uh, consent decree off the Seattle Police Department, that went around the country too, and then two or three days after that, you have this hitting the CNN and everywhere else with this uh, president of the police guild, the vice president having a conversation, the vice president talking about this lady. It, it was uh, he said he was laughing because that's what value that uh, the city attorney would be placing on her. And oh, I don't believe any of that. Yeah, I oh, know no, exactly. That. I'm just saying, yeah. I mean, you no. ain't come up with me. It doesn't make sense. It's racist. That's all it is to it. We no, have but- no regard for human life, and then to sit up and do this is just absolutely sickening. And like I, some people said, the Justice Department removed the, the consent decree too. The quick. Justice
0: Department didn't do it. The judge did it. The judge, of the United States a federal judge, agreed to lift it. The Justice Department did not lift it themselves. I wonder what the judge has to say today well but but he got he has his ace in the hole he kept police accountability and crowd management under the consent decree so that's what people are not listening at they're not listening to the fact that police accountability is still under the preview of the judge because he was watching out for constitutional things and so it's still there okay so what
4: what what can uh the the uh, they're supposed to be I also understand that uh the Office of Professional Accountability, are they saying? They are it?
0: investigating it now.
4: Okay. I mean, okay.
0: all of this is being investigated by them. Okay. I mean, but again, somebody inside the department, rank of somebody, saw this and gave it to the uh, OPA. If it had not been for this individual, we wouldn't be hearing about it today.
4: You're absolutely right. So that somebody right. on the
0: inside did the right thing.
4: Exactly. And I wonder uh, how many other things we've missed by Because not having nobody somebody said stand anything. Up right
0: okay just like somebody over in east precinct did the same right thing when they saw right. uh that racism in the uh in that, uh, that
4: my tombstone that 19 year old black guy somebody some
0: good people in the department trying to do what's right
4: yeah and that big trump uh flag as well so
0: well but but uh, uh, doing the doing the, the i, I, I doing the stuff with january 6th so people were going to work with those hats on That's why it's a culture here that needs to be looked at. This is the same racist culture that's in every police department in America. Now, right now, it's Seattle in the spotlight, but next week, it could be Portland. I mean, it could be Tacoma. It's all of these police officers. All of these police departments got this stuff going on.
4: And what I've seen in Memphis, it don't matter what color they are. You know what they did to that young brother down there? That special gang, they call it a special unit. It was a gang of thug police officers that beat that brother to death.
0: But I think it's, it's hatred myself. I really do. I mean, I think we're talking about culture and 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 uh, all of this stuff. I uh, I uh, and all this stuff. I mean, this is this is hatred that uh, th- that people. I mean, because this Marx was so insensitive, and we know that Seattle is a dog loving city. Nobody would made that kind of. If somebody had made that kind of contact, uh, uh, talked about somebody's dog like that. I mean, all the dog lovers would be in the streets. I mean, really and truly, because Seattle is purported to have more dogs now than children. And we know it's a dying city if you have more animals than you have children, because you don't have a city uh, uh, that way. So I am i know that things are rolling. I know it's just things that we can't talk about. And you can, you know, the Justice Department, I mean, it'd be nice if the Justice Department would do what's right all the time, but they don't. So I don't have any faith. About Justice, that. I don't have any faith. <laughs> I mean, for us, we the cheese just stands alone. I mean
4: <laughs> well we know what Mary Garland did to our civil federal civil rights complaint and uh fortunately I was able to have uh uh Cedric Richmond on who is a uh, former chair of the Russell Black caucus in New Orleans former congressman who is now a co-chair of the uh, Joe Biden re-elect campaign for 2024. I was able to have him on uh on the, uh, my program on urban Born Northwest on Thursday and some of these same same issues came up regarding the discrimination in contracting and the fact that the Justice Department sent a, a, a federal complaint dealing with racial discrimination uh, to the Department of Transportation, only for it to die. But fortunately, uh, Cedric Richmond said he was, will take this up with Congressman Benny Thompson. And he was, uh, revealed a very strong letter, Congressman Thompson did. And he also served in Congress with our Governor Jay Inslee. And so uh, we do have uh, some hope it's not here yet, but there's some hope. But if the Justice Department gets involved, a lot of people who have been hurt can be made whole. And that's one of the things that we want to see is that there's a lot of discrimination going on this last 25 years of no affirmative action. And we look at right now, uh, black folks are out of business, they start new programs where they want people to be in business for four years, <laughs> to go through a program. And I said, if somebody been in business for 20 years, why do they need a uh, any training? They just need an opportunity. And so uh, hopefully between that and uh you know we had the link deposit program we thought that was going to help black folks and i don't know how many people are able to get loans through that program i'm uh, requesting the information uh but uh no we have some serious battles on our hands and well we
0: do have some serious battles but i think we need to come to some real truths also i mean because we serve serious battles with the people we've been battling with forever so i i i, I don't know how we gonna i, I don't know about but. Uh, I mean, when people get in these elective uh, jobs, I mean, sometimes they do a good job to helping us and sometimes they don't. So, uh, but I do know no matter who's in the Justice Department, you know, sometimes they don't come to help us. Uh, And uh, all the money and taxes that we paid in America uh, long before all the other people get here, uh, gotten here, and we still having these problems, that's, that's the piece that boggles my mind that we'll still you know, have with
4: the to do And others who don't want people to, to know the contributions made by African Americans. And that's the reason for that. And I still think that Senator T- uh, Thomas Tuberville is holding up all the military appointments. I think one of the reasons why he's doing it because a Black man for the first time would be the uh, commandant for the Marines. So I see some color weave into all these reasons why, you know, that when we can't support Joseph Biden. Well, some people are saying, well, if anything happens, Kamala Harris is going to be the president. That's what a lot of this is. And people don't want to admit it, but that's what it really, really is.
0: If you, look at the day he, if you look at what
4: Biden and Paris have been able to accomplish, they've done some magnificent things in this country. And the sad thing is all this money's coming out. And because of the discrimination was rampant in Washington state, a lot of black folks will not participate in this influx of the $1.75 trillion. <laughs> it it's the actors.
0: same, it's the same, it's the same racism, Eddie. It, it doesn't change, doesn't change. I mean, that's the piece where I think you and I just kind of like chip I mean, it doesn't change. I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever they've given us, they've taken it back. And for us, we need to learn how to pool our money. I mean, really and truly, the day that we pool our money, but all that it we have and move forward. I mean, we might not ever get justice here. So what are we gonna do? I mean, now we got to figure out, Texas, they're putting our kids out of school because they wore the hair lock. I mean, a black boy. I mean, it's like we got these other problems. that they, I mean, they're coming at us at every juncture. Kids in the school, I mean, education, you know, medical. I mean, like right here with the police, I mean, contracts. I mean, it's something that we have to do differently. And I don't know if we're willing to do it differently. So that—that's all <laughs> I, I don't know. If we exactly, me,
4: got the law, have, the enforcement of law applied to our interests. We'd be a lot. We have everything in place. The matter, the problem is, is that the lack of enforcement of the law and the preferential treatment for who the law is enforced for. Now, well,
0: but that's part of America. So what you just said, you just, you just, you just outline America. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> so I'm gonna be trying next this, this week with the Russian okay. Blackhawk. Well, then. I can't
0: wait for you to go and come back, Mister Rye, and come and give us a report next week when you get back. You know, so I mean, not know. next week because Chikuni has his own. Chakany has his show, and he does the show the last Monday of the month. So, so yeah, I'll have you back on in October so you can tell us about what happened back there. You
4: know? Okay, well, maybe we can get one of the members of the Blackhawks to be on; they can tell you firsthand. Okay, so, on that all as right. Well
0: all right then hey this is good so you got you uh, have a safe trip back there uh and i look forward to talking to you all right yes ma'am you got All it. right. Well, always a good place to have you take Thank care you as very as you, much was problem. your daughter be back there with you party Will your daughter be back there? oh with yeah you?
4: she uh matter of fact she'll be back she leaves tomorrow she's on the congressional black Caucus political action committee the congressional black Caucus institute board, so she still has a uh, I think three boards that she's on with the Black Caucus, so she'll be back there on Tuesday. Matter of fact, I'm trying to get her and Congress of Cleveland, the person that hired her uh, to be the Executive Director of General Counsel for the Congressional Black Caucus in 2010, to, to be on uh, my program this week. So I'm okay. uh, they're, they're hard to pin down because they got so okay. much going on. That's right. Then you're also looking now; they got super intensified because uh, a certain group of uh, folks, uh, Republicans, want to. Uh, Close the government down uh at uh, at september 30th might be it and a lot of the people who've been supporting them will get a chance if they do close it down they'll get a chance to, to feel a little pain because a lot of those checks won't be coming through and a lot of those services will not be available so we'll see how much they like uh MAGA.
0: but these are confederates say the same people they were when they were fighting to uh, keep us in slavery so you know <laughs> so they don't care they don't care and the sooner we realize they don't care because they don't care about poor white people, so they don't care. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, well, you have a great week there and I'll be talking to you, all right? All right, thank all you right. very much. Thank you so much. I'm gonna end my show here Talk about creativity and how we can make the world better. All right, Wait, this is where I'm walded here, you know, and I got a few more minutes that I never wanna leave people in, the, in a condition. I always wanna raise people up. Uh, uh, so I'm gonna talk about the virtue of creativity today. As I end my show today, I want us to remember that creativity is the power of imagination. It's from the Virtues Project. We are open to, to inspiration, which ignites our originality. With creativity, we are resourceful and, uh, and intuitive. We solve problems in a new and surprising way. We know how to play. We take time for daydreaming and uh, for discovering our own special talents and gifts to the world. And I think that's what we called for today. We must absolutely uh, come up with new ways of connecting to the world and uh, with our talent uh, to making the world better. Our creativity connects us to beauty of sound, design, and color. There's so much more that we can do in the world to actually bring about a better better outcome for all of us. But that takes raising your vibrations. That takes having an open heart. Uh, that takes getting to another reality, and maybe you have to dream, uh, dream a dream—a world that can be for working for all people. And I believe that. I believe that's possible. I believe that we can have that world. I believe that we can absolutely be a uh, come up with some original ideas. I have some inspiration. I. I, I come up with uh, ways of solving our problems so we can invite all the people at the table. Because the world can really work for all of us. All that we're talking here and Mr. Ryan and all of us and uh, I, um, and Mr. Merkel was on, we're talking about all the things that needs to be fixed. Um, but what's gonna fix it? How can we fix it? What can we do to raise the vibrations to say, well, you know what? I believe that I believe we can draw a circle big enough for everybody. How much courage did that take to believe that we can draw a circle and we can say, yes, come on in. I have room for you. And that's the place where I want to live at. I want to live and knowing that there is absolutely possibilities of infinite possibilities of the world working for everyone. I want to hold that vision in my consciousness. I want to keep that idea alive. And one way I'm going to keep it alive this week is with creativity. I'm going to think about creativity in a way that I maybe haven't thought about it before. What can, I, what can we bring to the table of creativity uh, around, how can we bring creativity to around these issues that we're talking about right now? We know the young lady's life was taken, uh, uh, but how, what can we bring to change the system in a creative way that works for all people. I'm Reverend Walden. I'm your host for our Mother's Justice Show. You've been listening to Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. Have a great week and uh, I'll see you in two weeks. I uh, next week at Chacunda salisbury I will be doing the show in this spot on Mother's Justice Show. Have a great week and stay encouraged and be creative. OK, thank you.